An atom! It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys! Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you. August 9th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96 on FM, 1458. There's Justin Kalen. I'm TJ Walker. Nick Roush, it's the it's the first day, I guess, back for school. I don't think JCPS started today. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think they started today. But I think teachers have to start like getting back to the, the routine and getting their classrooms ready and whatnot. So, uh, Roush is just running a minute or two behind, not too far, because they're just kind of figuring out this new routine as they start this new school year. So that's understandable. So Justin and I will start this morning's Kentucky Roll Call. It's August 9th, 2021. And Justin, football practices across America are underway. Come on. That means we're in one of the best times of the year. We are. And it'll be fun to, to hear from Roush because – he he took it all in uh, media day Friday the fan day and the scrimmage on Saturday and uh, that's it's going to be fun to hear from him about those things because football is back in a big way with the Hall of Fame game last weekend big weekend for just the Steelers in general Justin with the, yeah. the Hall of Fame uh, some of your I'm sure some of your all time favorites getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Love, love to see old Troy Polamalu get in. He, No one was more deserving of getting in the Hall of Fame other than someone like Peyton Manning in this class. But Troy Polamalu, what a beast. Yeah, he, he really was and lost the Super Bowl to the Packers, and that's how he should be remembered. <laughs> that's not how I remember him. Secretary. Uh, I think, uh, Roush finally, finally joins us. Roush, how are you, buddy? Man, back to school. What a morning. Back to school, back to school to tell, show dad I'm not a fool. How, how, so just kind of figuring out the, the routine? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I woke up and the first thing I saw was a mouse running across my kitchen floor. So that was a little jarring. Um, man, those things, those things don't, for me, it's more of a pain in the ass than anything. And it kind of, you know, you just, Whoa, you wake up a little bit when you see that, when you're trying to make yourself a cup of coffee at 6 a.m. And then, you know, I just knew it was going to snowball from there. But, hey, we, we hit some lights. We still kept on going. We're persevering. I don't think my parents knew that Brooke was going back to school today, too. I showed up and the house was dark. So, it's oh. it, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's been a, a little bit of a rocky morning. But, hey, that's the first day back to school. It's going to be a little rocky. It's going to be a little rocky. That's why you got Gotta figure it out. We're good to have you here. Huge weekend from a sports perspective. Yeah. There's a million different things we could talk about. We'll talk about a lot of them. We've got you for two hours today, as we always do, seven to nine on Big X Sports Radio, 961 FM, 1450 AM. Roush, football's back. That's how it started today's show. You you got to take it all in this weekend. Pretty exciting, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, that there's no other way to say it other than just really, really exciting. Just to be back at, at the Krogue, you know, get those little rubber pellets in my shoes. They're really annoying, but it's also like, oh, football. Um, but to see practice here, you know, Mark Stoops chewing some guys out. Like, yeah, that's just, yeah, feels great. Feels great to be back. 
And it was also cool too, Terry, because I mean, I I've been to many, many, many of these practices and you know, I was kind of busting Justin Rigg and Luke Fortner for being the old men of the team on Friday, but then realized like, okay, there's, there is a certain monotony to camp, but for those guys in particular this year, it's all changed up because of a new offense. So, um, and, and, and with that new offense practice is slightly different just from like the individual drills that they build into it. And then once they went to the, the kind of bigger team peers, it was like, Oh, this is fun. Like two tight ends motion running backs lined up at receivers, a cadence. What, what are we doing here? Oh, it was, it was so much fun. Yeah. That's uh, I was going to bring that up every year. I read as many practice reports as I could try to get a sense as, of the folks that that were there, but nothing's going to beat being there for the for the real thing, thing and experience in, in person. But yeah, that, that's that's what stood out is uh, Cummings was you you saw him at the tight end mm-hmm. do some fun things supposedly, and then yeah, whether it was uh, Jatom McLean or Chris Rodriguez, we yeah. we know kind of what they can do if you can get the ball in their hands. But now you're finding new ways to get the ball in their hands. That's exciting. Oh yeah, and and. I know that we all were like, oh, gosh, they're not going to do anything. It's going to be so boring. But, like, that was the first pass of their – the first play of their 11-on-11 11 11 was Chris Rodriguez running a wheel route down the seam. And just uh, as, as Luckett said, he's like, man, you get a full head of steam going, that poor safety, whew, watch out. So, uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. I know, you know, we're going to have to talk quarterbacks and stuff, but you, you mentioned Cummings. They're, they were wasting no time getting him in at mm-hmm. tight end. Uh, he, he certainly doesn't look like he can't fit in at that spot. Uh, Jatama McLean was my biggest. He he was the player that popped the most to me during practice because he was just doing so much for them, and he had a couple really nice catches too. Um, but I think all in all, the what are we going to talk about? It's got to be Will Levis just doing, just having some arm talent we aren't used to. Terry, um, I know you're used to watching some great passers. Uh, for the Green Bay Packers and the the whole Aaron Rodgers just going out there and letting it rip and having something cool happen like Levis did that a couple times like oh balls on the ground let me just fire up a badass back shoulder 35 yard fade in the end zone of Josh Ali like he, he can do that so to have somebody with a little arm talent around it's it's refreshing very refreshing well even going back to my days covering the team I'd Remember, Stoops would generally talk about 50-50 balls on offense and how that can kind of determine whether you win games or lose them based on how the outcome of those 50-50 balls. It'll be nice to have a quarterback that can give uh, a 50-50 ball on a 50-yard deep route a go because that hasn't always been the case with quarterbacks in the Stoops era. You haven't even had quarterbacks that sometimes can realistically give you a 50-50 chance ball and a 50-50 chance ball that, again, 40, 50 yards down the field, a little less risky if it doesn't go your way and maybe if it gets picked off because, hey, you know, kind of like a punt at that that circumstance versus when you're worried about making mistakes on a – eight yard route or a 12 or 15 yard route and that's where you're having more complicated pass or you're more you're more worried about a pass potentially getting picked or tipped or whatever may happen uh changes what you can do and it kind of really really will open things up if you if you have some deep threats and how about uh a a little bit of a surprise on a few of those deep routes from a very uh 
well, uh, somebody that's got a famous dad at least. Yeah, Rashawn Lewis. He, uh, him and his brother Rayshard transferred last year, and whenever that happened, I was like, oh, well, that's a fun headline, but didn't really know if I could expect anything more. And then during the spring, we got some. You know, Rashawn Lewis made a couple nice plays out there today, and then he did just that on Saturday. He uh, and there goes my voice cracking a little bit, but he had a uh, he caught two, maybe three long passes. Uh, I know at least one of those was against the threes. And and that's part of the uh, always been my thing when I when I hear stuff about Rashawn Lewis, it's like, well, is he doing it because he's good or is he doing it because the he's just so much better than the guys that are guarding him? And at least in one of the cases, he he did just run by somebody. You know, it was just, I'm faster than you. I'm going to go catch it. But on his first one to Will Levis, he made a really nice catch. He was looking over his inside shoulder, and the ball was more towards the sideline. He had to do the thing where he kind of jumped midair, twisted, and then caught it and came down on the other side. It was a really impressive play. So that's a name. I know the one of the big storylines we're going to be talking about in this preseason is who's wide receiver three? We know it's we, we've got Josh Ali out there. We've got Tay-Tay Crooms out there. But who's going to step up to be – or no, it's, it's not Tay-Tay Crooms. Wanda Robinson, excuse me. But who's going to be the, the long ball threat? The first candidate is Isaiah Epps. But Epps is a guy who struggled with injuries. He's on his fifth year. If he's Is he ever going to turn it on? And on Saturday, we just – I didn't even really notice he was out there. Just didn't do a whole lot for me. Uh, Tay-Tay Crooms, he made a couple nice catches. He also had one really bad drop that was almost picked off. Uh, and then you had Rashawn Lewis, who could be the surprise that emerges out of this group that did make the, the tough contested catches. So, uh, yeah, I, I, Dekel Crowdis, he's probably out in that mix as well. He's really fast. He had a couple bad drops too. The thing that I, you know, it's fun to write about Rashawn Lewis and show those highlights. I am going to caution everyone, though, Every single scrimmage, there's like one random guy that catches a couple deep balls. It's like, ooh, you got to do it consistently. So if he does become a consistent guy, maybe he's like a uh, Bouvier, a kind of surprise little guy that we didn't anticipate being a contributor that ends up being uh, a solid third, fourth option for, for the Cats. But I think in the in the immediate future, though, when you're looking as far as targets out there, I think they're going to be to 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 put some band aids on that wide receiver room. The tight ends and running backs they're going to get a lot of play out of the backfield. Well, that's exciting, and that's going to be something new. While I've said that the offense will obviously look different, I still think it's going to be a healthy dose of running. But mm -hmm. with just even getting to for folks getting to see one practice, it's it may not be necessarily running how they get the running backs the ball, but they're going to find different and unique ways to get them in space and let them kind of create. And and that's uh, that's what you've seen from the Rams offense. Not that I think it's going to be like a carbon copy of exactly everything that they do, but it's still exciting. So uh, it may it, you may still get the same players the ball, and you may have some of the same results. But it could look different on on how bouts they go about it. So I don't want to I don't want to give away all of our football takes. the The weekend texters brought up some good questions, some good points about nice. football. So we'll get to some of that when we when we get to it. 
Uh, but Justin, how about a big old fashioned suck it to China? The United States wins the gold medal count, wins the overall medal count, and that's just the way that it normally goes. Although we were worried about it for a little bit now. I mean, China had a pretty significant lead in terms of the golds. I knew U.S. would probably win the overall medal count, but the golds is a little sketchy. But to get it on date on the last day, that was awesome. Never a doubt in my mind. Uh, no, it was it was nice come from behind on the golds. Yet all like the Chinese state media complaining about the American media that was going by overall medal count, and they were all mad about it. And at the end of the day, guess what? China doesn't matter. We'll we'll, we'll do either one. We can rank it by medal count. We can rank it by golds. And United States, unsurprisingly, still leads the all-time golds in the history of the Olympics. Roush, overall, what I'm trying to say is we're the best and we're number mm-hmm. one. The best there ever was. The best there ever will be. Shout out to the uh, women's volleyball team. I, I had no idea, but the, U, the U.S. women's volleyball team had never won a gold medal. And they beat Brazil. They got a little revenge from Rio. And that was really what set them over the top. That and women's basketball just absolutely dominating Japan. Brittany Griner and Asia Wilson were a foot taller than everybody they were going up against. It almost, I, I don't want to say I felt bad for them, but it's like, man, can we get somebody that at least is like somewhat their size to play against them? Like it's, it's almost like the, the varsity going up against the, the freshman team. Honestly, I was I was somewhat surprised, like pleasantly surprised by Japan's women's basketball. I didn't know what to expect. You're right that they're like I, I would have just fouled out if I was Japan. I was like, we're not just going to let Brittany Griner catch the ball every time, turn around and score. Like we're right. going to at least make her go to the line. And if that means every single one of us fouls out because they played all 12 people, then that means every single one of us is going to foul out. But Japan, they kind of look like the clips you'd see from like the fifties or sixties, like UK's practices, the old black and white footage and whatnot. And like, they kind of do like the running start to jump back when people would do that. Like Japan's women basketball, they kind of like had a very old school vibe, but the shots went in. They had some even difficult layups over some of the much, much taller Americans, but yeah, women's basketball, I'd say is like the most dominant thing United States has just on Mm -hmm. an annual basis. They just come in, they win gold. They, you know, the United States men's team, they may trip up or slip up here and there. Uh, the women's, I think they had one game that was like an 11 point game. Maybe that was the closest that they that they got there. They were completely dominant. But we that also happened over the weekend. The men's team got a, a the yeah. gold medal beating France. I had said that when they had lost to France in that pool game and that was what their third loss in two weeks or whatever it was. I still thought they'd win gold because most talented team, Roush, I've gone on that spiel before. I don't need to do it necessarily again. But it did make me feel good to see how happy they were after they won because that is what the United States should do in basketball, whether it's men's or women's. They should win every major tournament and they should win every Olympics. Uh, But it's hard. You're putting the team together basically a month out a month and a half, if you're being generous. A lot of these guys have just finished a long, long NBA season without, with very little break, if any at all. Mm-hmm. And some of these other countries, with the exception of maybe a few of their stars, 
they don't necessarily play together year round, but they have played together a lot in international competition. And so there is a little bit of a curve with the United States men's team, but they're still more talented, Roush. They still should be better coached. They still should win gold each and every year. And even in a year where it was a little dicey and it maybe wasn't the best put together team the United States has ever put out there, suck it, France. Yeah, take that, France. Suck it. And, and, I think this year, even more so than others, there. If you're playing for the Olympic team for the United States, you're 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 volunteering away some of your vacation time after a long season. But this one, even more so, because there was very little downtime in between the bubble and now. So happy that Kevin Durant. Because let's be honest, if KD doesn't play, how many more good guys join him? And also, like can they even win without him i mean he he i think he saw where he had exactly 30 points in his previous two gold medal games and then he had like 29 in this one so he's now top five scorer in u.s olympic basketball history he's and, number one. Oh, he, he is number one okay yeah uh, we, were, we were playing a fun trivia game who is in the top five and now, I don't know if, if there's an all-time list that includes male and female. I don't know where he's at, but yeah, he, he surpassed Carmelo, who was number one. I think it was like the third game of pool play of this, this go-around that, that he uh, surpassed Carmelo. But yeah, he's the all-time leading USA basketball scorer. It's pretty, pretty amazing, and I, I'm a huge Carmelo USA basketball fan, but yeah, my friends were talking about the same stuff with Kevin Durant. I still think there's a chance they could have won gold without him, but it would have been it, it, it would have been dicey. Yeah, uh, especially whenever you need the whenever you're struggling from three and you just need a, a bucket. Mm -hmm. uh, like he he was the all right. I'll go get us a ten footer to kind of stop the bleeding for a little bit. Uh, what I thought what I thought was funny too, TJ, is the folks at the Ringer. They are they they, they are the smarty pants basketball group. The, to put it, I, I like to call these people like the intelligentsia. There's a group of them in college football too that like they, they just think that they're a little bit smarter than everybody else. So they talk about it in such high, like it's just the way they talk about it. There's an arrogance about fart, it. Fart sniffers is what you're Yes, like. big fart sniffers. Yeah. And everyone ever at the ringer, I love just like they're they were the people giving us the takes that the NBA is such a better brand of basketball than college basketball, and they say it every year before March Madness. Now it's that international basketball is actually better than the NBA, and I, I first off, it actually might be true, but it's just hilarious that like, oh, this is actually the best kind. Now we we, we were wrong. It's actually we we just didn't need to, we need to see a different version. This is the best basketball out there. Oh, and America's dominant at that too. It's just like, gosh, you all just think so highly of yourselves. My God, it, it's it's just so fun for uh, people to just like rip anything American that they can. Uh, the way international basketball played, I think, is fun. I, I I definitely wouldn't say it's better, but it's just a different style of something that we're like used to. It's it's almost like the occasional like deep dish pizza. I could not eat deep dish all the time, but when mm -hmm. occasionally when I'm in Chicago, there's one place I love to go. Uh, I'll, I'll gladly have it then, and I'll enjoy it. That's like Olympic international basketball. I don't know if I'd want to watch it 
like as my my only basketball intake but every once in a while mm-hmm. i think it is i think it is fun to watch it is a different style cool. of play just switch the ball just get a normal freaking basketball so yeah. it's not slipping out of everybody's hands one of the reasons the uh, nba and and american version of basketball is so much better is because you can just like throw a ball up in the general vicinity and who knows who's to say that anthony davis isn't going to come down with it and slam dunk it out of nowhere or zion williamson it like is not going to bring it back six feet and then cram on it and hang on the rim for six seconds. The international ball is just too slippery for whatever reason. Like they, you don't get nearly as many cool alley oops or slam dunks. Yes, they do happen, but it's uh, the game's a little, little bit. The game's a little bit more physical international, yeah. which I do like. I, I was going to say, I if, do like that aspect. If, of if it. there is anything that's good, it's that like these guys just don't can't draw a foul whenever they want and go to the line. Like I, I, yes. I did like that aspect of it. Um, and it, it's a little bit more crowded. Like I do wish they had a little more space to operate. Um, but you know, I, I just appreciate that. Like you've got guys complaining of fouls and it's like, actually that was a legitimate gripe. This wasn't, you know, LeBron just like doing his like face. I know, you know, the face I'm talking about, like what, what? Oh yeah. Whenever he gets like slightly grazed by a stiff breeze. So, um, I, I did enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah, France tried to make it interesting there. They made it a one-possession game with, like, I don't know, 20 seconds left. The Americans still had the ball. It was when I think Damian Lillard missed those two free throws. But for the most part, didn't really have to sweat it out completely again. Uh, kind of was being a little silly there at the end, but it was the writing was on the wall. But that that was cool, and I'm, I'm happy. I, I still don't know if I want him being the coach moving forward, but congrats to – to Greg Popovich for finding a way to get gold with this group. And that was fun. That, that, that made me happy. It made me happy to see the United States come back, uh, win the gold medal count. And even if it was like a slightly underwhelming performance for Americans, all things considered, different sports, different expectations, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we normally win the gold medal count relatively easily. Right. And the medal count, well, we've all, you know, we've always been right there at the top of it. So in an Olympics where there was a little bit of like underachieving, things not going our way, you, you still take care of business. That's the way that it should be. USA, USA. All the way. USA. And uh, Sidney McLaughlin got another gold medal mm-hmm. over the weekend too. Just racking them up. Well, Roush, I hear the, they're uh, going to relay. Yeah, I hear they're going to give you a gold medal because you took another charge last night. Yeah. Oh man. And this what? this time it actually. Just quit. I, I deserve an award for just taking six foot eight, 270 pounds of man running over me. That was, whew, that was something. No, it's not something. Don't do it. Oh, it was impressive. Maybe my best defensive performance to date because they didn't have their best player. And so instead, I was guard, their best player became their big man. I shut him down, and that charge, it got in his head. He was done after that. Wow. If any of Roush's friends play in that league, just know that Roush shut down that big man and make sure that big man hears about Roush saying that. Yeah. Shut him down. You don't have to take charges, though. You could just defend like a real man, you know? Yeah, but, like, I I wasn't going to block his shot. Like, I just – not jumping that high. So, when in doubt, just fall down like a coward. Barrel me over. 
Yep. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Need those out of the game. Need Nick Roush out of the game. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more football. We need to – the text line is popping, so they'll bring up a bunch of topics as well, making our jobs easier for us because there is so much to get to from this weekend. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. So Isaac Humphreys, Rookie of the Year. I already said that, didn't you? Yeah, I just already got to that breaking. Really big brain fart. My yeah. goodness, Roush. With Walker and Roush. Jesus, Roush, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Monday, Monday stink, but they don't have to. You can get your week started the right way by having a delicious lunch at Salsaritas, or maybe after work Monday, you don't feel like cooking. It's been a long day. You're getting back in the swing of things. Go scoop by Salsaritas, one of their two locations in Louisville, and bring home dinner. Be the champion of the family with Salsaritas. Wildly addictive chips, hot, spicy salsa, delicious, delicious queso, uh, guacamole, which is not my thing, but I know a lot of folks like it. They've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Make sure you're downloading the Salsaritas app. It's going to save you some time. It's going to save you some money. And if you want to order online on the app, the food will be waiting for you when you walk into the store. Mm. No deal with uh, cashiers or walking up and placing your order. It's all ready to go. You just pick it up and and you're on your way. It's going to save you some money. So check out the Salsaritas app and get yourself some salseritas because it's the best way to get your week started. That's two locations. Middletown's got a drive-through. St. Matthew's big old patio, newly renovated. Two cool, cool spots. So check them out. Roush, what do you want to? What do you want to talk about here? I, I wouldn't mind honestly just kind of getting into the text line, but I know we still have about like three other news stories from the weekend that we haven't gotten to overall. So uh, I, I guess there, there's. I, I'll, I'll add this. Uh, you had mentioned that you're not going to be concerned about the football team's vaccination rates. Can you explain more about that? Oh, I did mention that. Uh, well, Mark Stoops said Friday that he anticipates that Kentucky will be near the goal of 85% by the time the game starts. So he thinks they'll get close to it. I think that's kind of what we talked about last week with Chris Rodriguez's rationale. I have a feeling that's going to be uh, – a theme like, all right, this is kind of a pain in the butt, but it's, it's, there's a better chance that I'll be able to play if I get this shot. So I'm going to go ahead and get this shot. So yeah, uh, yeah uh, that, that Stoops, Stoops had an optimistic report on that Friday morning as well. That echoed that sentiment. So I think more and more people are going to be getting it. I guess what would happen if like Kentucky's not at 85%? Uh, I don't, I don't think they have any repercussions for it. It just like, means is there it, anything more they have to do or any more testing they have to get done or something like that. Or is it just those individual players will have more stuff that they've got I, going I th- on? I think it's as of right now, it's just up to the individual. Now, maybe as we get closer, the, the league might have consequences if the whole entire team doesn't do it. But I, 
I haven't got the sense that that'll happen. Yeah, that, that's so, what I was just wondering because you've heard that number, the eighty-five percent number, and I was just like, all right, what if they don't? Like, what what happens if they don't? Uh, and I guess we we still don't know, but it's uh, it's good here and that you don't think that's going to be a concern, anyways. Yeah, and we um, we have a like, like I, there was a couple people out and. Like, like I know Marquand McCall was the big guy that wasn't in practice. There there might have been a few others that weren't as noticeable, but hard to miss the big guy when he's not out there. And could it have been a tweak something? I don't know. But when you don't show up to practice, probably COVID related. So you've already got some sort of absence, whether he had it or if he and not if he didn't have it or not, but like if it was just contact trace or whatever, you're already seeing some realize like, oh, we should probably not miss time because of something COVID related. Let's just go ahead and get the shot. So I did a lot of assuming there, but I just know McCall wasn't at practice. So that, that would, that would make me think that like, all right, th this should motivate some folks to get their shots so that they don't have to miss any time. What? Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's interesting. Maybe we'll get an update. What, what is the, the schedule moving forward? When should fans be expecting to see their updates on Twitter or KSR, message boards, whatever it may be? Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So Tuesdays, we'll be talking with the offense tomorrow. No quarterbacks. We get we got our quarterback interviews on Friday, and that was it oh. um, until the competition's over. And we'll have defense Thursday, stoops, and select players on Saturday. And uh, if you were expecting to get some great quotes from Joey Gatewood, well... Got some bad news for you. Ever since he got asked about the fence tile, the dude's just been in his own head with media. All downhill from there. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, he actually was pretty, like, womp, womp. I uh, didn't want to say much. From uh, just a journalist perspective, if I was wanting to get if, – if I wanted a vested interest in the, the winner of the quarterback competition, just based on quotes alone, it would be Levis. Because he's, you know, outgoing guy. He's growing out a mustache for camp, and it's – pretty funny looking because it's just blonde mustaches it's just something something off about him you know just different there there was one i saw him on a few different threads but one and it could for all i for all i know it could have been a troll account but uh, posting that everybody is just be I, I was at the open scrimmages and gatewood and bo allen were just as good as will levis uh so i would say that there were times where like they were making the similar throws and you couldn't really see a lot of dif difference between hell, even all three of them. Uh, but then as more practice went along, you saw what you saw Levis, what makes him that much better. Uh, but actually I would say Bo had a better practice than Joey. Uh, and I mean, I know it's just day two, but Gatewood did not play well. There's something about his throws. Like he's good at, at a deep ball. His intermediate throws are solid. I think that's where he made some of his best passes. But when the ball leaves his hands, it kind of has a nosedive to it. Hmm. I, that That's my best way to explain it, especially relative to the others. Like, I can't pinpoint a whole lot of differences between the three other than that, that the ball kind of comes out of his hands with a little bit of a nosedive. So I, I he, he just didn't have his best stuff. And maybe that's just day two of practice. Like, you know, you're just, you're going to have some good days over the next 20 and you're going to have some bad days. Maybe this was just one of his bad ones. 
Um, yeah, I mean, this it is. That's why you they're going to take this next month to be practicing pretty much every single day is to get better. And you all were there just for the beginning of it, but also not nothing either. Right, right. Yeah, like it, it's just in and, and I think that's kind of um, like the entire time. I think this is what we've been saying. It's like, you know, he can be OK, but there's a reason they went and got Will Levis and that was from a consistent standpoint. Like just, there was, it was like, okay, Gatewood looks solid. Levis looks good here. Like there was, there was two back-to-back plays when they went 11 on 11, Terry, where one of them was this long drawn out play action that it, it was a, it was a slow cooker. It took a little while to develop. He made the right way, right read delivers a dagger on a square route to, Josh Ali darting across the middle of the field. They go tempo. They hurry up. They get to the line. And then they do a quick play action, pitch and catch throw to Wyndell Robinson for like eight yards on a hitch. Like that was, it was great offense back to back, like well done. But then, you know, you have some other plays later where it's just, you know, he, he's taking a little while to make a decision and then he throws it late. Carrington Valentine jumps the route, pick six, you know? So like, we just got both sides of the coin. You didn't see as much inconsistency from Levis. And also, uh, I, I I shouted it out on Twitter because I didn't know another frame of reference, but the Henry Rowan Gardner Rookie of the Year, when he just throws it a gajillion miles an hour and everybody's like, whoa, Levis did that one. Like his first pass at team period, he threw it so fast that Josh Ali didn't even like see it coming. Like it almost hit him because it was coming out like you could just see heads turning on the field as the ball was flying by like holy crap so he just he has an extra level uh and so if if he can just garner just wrangle that in and be consistent with it like it's going to be hard for him to lose this job oh you're you're kind of getting me excited roush yeah he's he's pretty good and it's also like how I think my big my biggest takeaway from Media Day too were how much the receivers like the new offense. Like like they were it was it's easier for them to do this than it was in the last offense. You wouldn't think that. Like some big NFL hotshot comes in, you'd think that, you know, oh my gosh, the playbook's so big, blah, blah, blah. But that's not there's no worry. Like the it's easy picking up this offense. They like it. It's a fresh start. And when you've got receivers who know what they're doing, you've got a great running game where Smoke, he had he had some sort of wraps on his leg or something. Like, he played a little bit, but not much. But, like, hell, even Lavelle Wright looked good. And your tight ends look good. Like, they have a lot there to let Will Levis or whoever else wins the quarterback job. They're going to have it nice and easy on them. So, just make some decent throws, make the right reads, and this offense should should be cooking with gas in, in September. Uh, everything you're saying I like here, and it's getting me pumped up. It's uh, I, as if I could even be more pumped up for the start of the season. Uh, you're, you and, and the media members, are we're, I haven't really seen too much negativity, really. And again, one practice, it, it's a time to be feeling good. It's time to be feeling optimistic. I understand all those things. But as last year's basketball season – as our kind of fallback with this line of thinking. It just always kind of like, I want to put together maybe some common sense things that could be a negative. And mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like November and, and us look back and be like, well, maybe we should have seen this coming because X, Y, Z. 
So with some of the X, Y, Z, it was first practice. I get it that like, it was nice seeing some, some new things, some fun things, some people out in space doing some things we haven't seen from this offense. I just hope that we don't look back rash and be like, well, yeah, we got excited about all that stuff, but we should have taken into consideration. It's going to take time for this to become repetition. Yeah. Consistent. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like where they're, they're getting it down. I I don't want us to be November and be like, well, you know, the season didn't turn out the way we wanted it to be. Maybe we should have seen that coming because new offensive coordinator, new offensive schemes and heck, at the end of the day, this is the big one. Yeah, we were excited about Will Levis, but there's a reason he didn't win the job at Penn State. He's just kind of a okay quarterback. Does some nice things, can throw a good deep ball, but is inconsistent or whatever, you know, whatever the narrative may be. I just don't want us looking back in later in the year and saying, Well, damn it, here we go again. We got ourselves too excited. We should have known this wasn't going to be as great as we thought. Because that is, those aren't those aren't nothings. Like bringing in a new offensive coordinator, that generally means an offense may need a little bit more time to figure out what this guy's trying to do. Uh, you, if you're bringing in a quarterback, obviously Kentucky fans were super familiar with this, but bringing in a quarterback that hasn't been a regular starter in the SEC, not an ideal situation. It's always fun when we have the the difference of that somebody that is returning. Uh, And even in that case, it's not always a a slam dunk that it's going to be good things. Roush, I'm just trying to – I don't call it devil's advocate, if you will, but I'm just trying to look into the future. If things don't go the way we want, I'm sure those would be some talking points. Now put me at ease, soldier. Well, I know one of them will definitely be the deep ball thing. Like, I'm not – that's why I kind of – I really wanted to pump the brakes on your, like, Rashawn Lewis talk because, like, that's – Yeah. People catch – People catch deep passes in every practice, and it changes. It's getting somebody to do it regularly is is the the big difference maker. Uh, th- there was some concern that Kenneth Horsey he was seen carted off the field at the end of practice, and not gonna lie, we were in the middle of recording a a podcast towards the end, and it was just like, oh crap, they think it might be his ACL. Ended up hearing that he should be all right. Now I don't know how long it's gonna take for him to return from that knee sprain or whatever but luckily it wasn't the worst uh, uh news possible but hey and i know another uh concern you could potentially have was seeing that one ball on the ground that will love us chuck but that was the only snap that was on the ground so yeah at least res- that you know your, your response to me while i appreciate you taking the time at like it didn't ease my concerns like i'm also worried about shotgun snaps going into the ground that one worked out it was actually a super cool play i'm glad we got to see the video of it but uh yeah though no, that's a concern like that's a concern yeah. shotgun snaps making sure the ball gets to the quarterback and also doesn't go over their head like it, it is wild to me that any team in america could have issues snapping the football uh but it happens i suppose yeah yeah it um and it's something you take for granted when it's not working, you know. Um, well, it's just something but, that like it, it can disrupt a play, and there's no reason for it. Right. One one other thing that was a talking point of sorts was the like Kentucky has made a concerted effort to get faster. We've known that this team has built a culture on just beating the hell out of other teams. They're good at beating them up. They're good at out physical in you. They're going to be nasty. Now they're trying to get faster. 
And there was a lot of guys who said they lost weight. Jacquez Jones, DeAndre Square, they each dropped 10, 15 pounds-ish, give or take. Um, you know, Octavius Oxendine, he really slimmed up. This team is is trying to get faster. That's something that's good. You know, Stoops said we're faster now than we were a year ago. But, you know, it could have negative consequences on the back end, whether that's, you know, not being as uh, durable uh, when it comes to taking some some bumps and bruises. Uh, I, I don't know. But th there could be some unintended ne negative consequences of that down the road. Just something to kind of keep it, keep your, your, your thumb on when we get closer to the season. Okay. That, that sounds good. Um, switching gears here and we'll get into some text. I think I just need to get out in front of this. Uh, I, I showed up to a hair point appointment on Saturday and I was two weeks early. Oh man. Yeah. Two, two weeks. Like you didn't, not even just a week too. Not, not like a day, not like a couple hours, not, not, a, not a week. Uh, yes. Two. Oh, now I do have a reason for it. Like it's still embarrassing and there are still ways that I should have definitely noticed, but on the little like website, you know how they will have like the pop out calendars and you'll like click on the date or something like that. And then mm -hmm. it'll like drop times down. Yeah. So I did it and it was, you know, I clicked on Wednesday. No, no, no times Wednesday clicked on Thursday. No times on Thursday. And then the next thing that popped up was like an auto populate fill and it went go to next available time. I was like, all right, I'll just click this, see when it is. Mm -hmm. And so 2 PM Saturday pop up and I'm like, all right, that, that makes sense. Like, you know, normally I don't have to wait four days to get my hair cut, but, um, could be busy. Like that. That's not normal. to have to wait a couple of days, you know, four days is a little much, but, uh, not a, a couple days isn't unsurprising. So that's fine. I'll just do Saturday. We've we've got a few things. Oh, by the way, gotta gotta talk about Green Egg Fest. That was that was unbelievable. But I'll I'll get to that here in a moment. But I was like, all right, that works out well. Uh, got a busy day, but I can squeeze this in. Anyways, get there, and I just felt like something was off. I don't know why. I just felt some walking in. I was like, I wonder if I've got. I wonder what's going on here. And uh, I was like, I think I have a two o'clock appointment, but I may not. And then how embarrassing it was when she was like, Oh, I've actually got you here in two weeks. Mm. So the auto populate yeah. went to that Saturday, which there's, and she said as much, she was like, there's no way, like we've got plenty of open dates before then. So I thought when it went to the automatic next date, it would be like just, you know, two days later that Saturday, but it, it had something went wrong in the system and it went way, way far in advance. Now, while that was surprising and I think probably a glitch on their part, it still said on my like confirmed email the 24th or whatever day it was. Like I, I still could have noticed that it wasn't the right date and I did not. So really embarrassing on me. Hmm. Uh, the earliest yeah. I've ever been for a haircut appointment. And the sad thing yeah. is like, I really do need a haircut. So I'm going to have to like go in their system and see if I can get a better date or more likely I could probably just never go back to that place. Yeah. Just go somewhere else. I may just have to like that. And I really like that place, but yeah. after how embarrassing that was, I may never be allowed to go. No. back. TJ, probably you not. can't, you can't have that mindset. I wrecked a scooter in Indy. I'm not going to not go to Indy and ever ride a scooter again. I mean, is that true? You got to move past it, dude. So you're gonna you're gonna get back on a scooter? I would, yeah, if, if the opportunity presented itself, absolutely. 
the guy yep, who refuses right after he to gets play back, yeah, yeah, on a golf, refuses to golf play course. golf, but you'll go back and get on a scooter. I'll have you know, I golfed yesterday, boys. Whoa, Whoa wow, golfed yesterday. How'd you, only, how'd you play? Not only did I golf, I shot an 85 yesterday. Well, the elbow? That's great. how's it feel? Uh, it feels awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm good to go, guys. Oh, so wow, what, so Justin Kalen is back. So, what was the, what was the, you just, you felt fine enough to go play? Well, so my roommate asked me, he was like, I'm going to go play. You want to join me? And I was like, yeah, I might bring my clubs and play two or three holes. Well, I played the first two or three holes and I was like, man, I'm feeling really, really good. I was striking it really good. I was like, I'm going to, I think I'm just going to play nine. Then we got to nine and he was like, not done. He was going to play 18. So I was like, well, screw it. I might as well play 18. I just shot a 40. Let's see what I can do on the back. Well, that's great. I'm glad you feel good enough. Uh, I, I feel like that's exactly what Roush and I were telling you to do all along yeah, is you was. stop being a baby, go out there and it play. Was. But you know what? You did it. You finally ripped off the Band-Aid. took about a month. But you're back, baby. So, good. I'll, Maybe you I'll won't reject the every to, golf outing that I invite you to. I'll be the first to tell you that it was completely mental. It was all mental. You all told me that, but oh, I, I realize it now, yes. You were in denial. Correct. I, and I'm sure maybe the first swing or two didn't feel great. Like it probably took a little while just to get your body used oh, no. to doing those motions again. Oh no, they felt great. I felt right, awesome right from yesterday. So definitely could have played last week then. Oh, a baby. Per perhaps. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's fine. At Roush, next year, I'll 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 be sure to bring this up more obnoxiously. But the Green Egg Fest, which is over, it was Brownsboro Hardware, which is Brownsboro Road, right off the water. Oh. This is where they sell their green eggs for, you know. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I do think they, they sell a bunch of stuff, but it's more just like a food festival, like a meat festival. Hmm. And not necessarily even meat, but you just had probably, I don't know, like 70 people with green eggs that were like smoking their own sort of deal. And you paid 20 bucks and you just walked around and it was just like an all-you-can-eat buffet. No, no. Nice. As, as long as you wanted. It was... Like I knew, like first off, it was their twelfth year, but I hadn't heard about it till this year, which is wild. Well, it makes you question their advertising. But now I know a lot of people didn't even hear about it this year either. So they 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 should do a, a little bit better of a job with the advertising of it. But it was so cool. Highly recommend. It was family friendly. It was from like nine to three. They had music. They had beer, and then just like the, the every type of different meat you'd imagine they had there there was even gator although i didn't get i didn't get a piece oh, like milton, wanna... like milton in office space mm. uh didn't didn't get one but they had mm. an apple they had a smoked apple pie like they put it on the smoker and it was i've never had a better apple pie in my life huh. it was unbelievable it was like so good people were cutting the line just to tell them like how good it was they were being like berated by people like like grown woman, just like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever had. Like they they were getting they were getting looks. People were making fools of themselves eating their apple pie, and it was uh, legitimately good. My wife isn't like a big dessert lady, but she loves grilling and making dinners and stuff like that. She's like this. She's like I want to try. It. I want to. That was so good. I want to try that myself. Uh, so I'm hoping she does because I'd be the real winner there if she ever does decide to do it. But that was very cool. I'll have to remind folks next year, the Green Egg Fest 
in the middle of August or early August, first weekend of second weekend of August. Yeah. Second weekend of August. Check it out. Yeah. I, uh, I, I thought you were going to be bragging about your cornhole victory and not your green eggs. I thought the green eggs was the cornhole victory. No, well, the, the that, it was just made for a really great Saturday, with the exception of showing up to a haircut, haircut appointment two weeks early. Mm. Uh, but got got just stuffed off different smokes, meat, ribs, pork, bratwurst. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the weirdest thing. Oh, they had some. Not this wasn't all that weird. One place had like a Korean barbecue, smoked Korean barbecue, which was so so good. There was like chicken, you name it. They they had it, and it was uh, delicious. But I guess that fueled me. Yeah. Um, probably like a 76 team cornhole tournament. Your boy came out victorious. Wow. Number one. I knew you could cornhole it. You did it, buddy. The best. No, that was fun too. Good old St. Rayfield Saturday night for a good cause. Uh, Went out there and could not believe how big this bracket was. Tons of teams. And I thought to myself, like, we're going to be here till midnight. But they had the games on a strict twenty-minute schedule, where they'd like you you'd do a horn, and that's when it started. And after twenty minutes, if you weren't done, they did a horn. I don't think any game got disrupted though by the twenty-minute timer, which kind of surprised me. I was like, oh, 20 minutes. There's definitely going to be some games that are going to come down to time limit rules. But uh, any team that was halfway decent, you just were kind of gripping and ripping, and the games went by pretty quick. And uh, great time. We won our first two games 21 to nothing, respectively. And then we were down 19. Respectively. And then we, and then we were down 19 to nine in the, I don't know if that was the, I guess that was the round of 32 game. Down 19 to nine, came back and won 21 19. And then after that, we kind of just cruised. We had like one other close game, but for the most part, we took care of business. Taking care of business. It was fun. I needed it. I just my 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 competitive juices needed it. So uh, that that was right up there in terms of like a cool feeling is winning a flag football championship. Obviously, in the grand scheme of things, I'm I know they don't they don't really matter. But it was a fun Saturday with my friend and his wife and their kid and and my wife and uh, seeing some Rayfield folks that I hadn't seen in a long time. Catholic community, great community in Louisville. And uh, as it turns out, I guess I'm one of the best cornholers this side of the Mississippi. I just love that they gave an, an enormous trophy out for it too. Like that 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 was rich. Love yeah, it. and we got like four hundred bucks. Oh wow. You didn't, you didn't give it right back to St. Raphael. What a jerk. So yeah, that was the, that was the geez. thing, Justin, is like the third third place won their money back, which I don't know, it was like 40 bucks or 50 bucks. I think it was like 20 or 25 bucks a head or something like that. They turned around and just gave it back. And I, and I was kind of, you know, I'd been drinking a decent amount of the day. And so I looked at my partner. I was like, do we just turn around and give this back to them? And he was like, yeah, we probably should. And I was like, yeah, we should. And then second place, like, took their money out and was like celebrating around with it. And they were, and he was like, "Just keep it. Well, if maybe maybe we'll give it back. Just just grab the money. Don't don't hand it right back to him." So I was <laughs> like, "All right, I'll I'll, I'll go grab it." And I grabbed it, and uh, we ended up keeping it. Yeah, we ended up we we ended up keeping it. I was fine either way, but uh, oh well. I well, I figure it gives some maybe some of it back, but not all of it. You well, earned it. You probably you probably spent a lot of money on food and beers up there. I did. I did. We did give a lot back in in that way. 
uh, and we did earn it. But I was I was talking to some people there, and it was really fun. It was the first year they've done this, and I hope they keep doing it. And I hope I get a chance to defend the title. Uh, but I was like. I think it'd be better if they gave away like donated prizes for the winners. Like, Hey, you all win around a Valhalla or Hey, you all win. You both win Yeti coolers or something like that instead of the cash. Cause yeah, just give all the money to the good cause. You don't need to give the cash back to us. A schmuck. Right. If you're going to give it to us, I guess in this instance though, we, we will take it. (laughs) Uh, Oh man. We got a lot to get to. We got a lot of text. Let's, let's do our daily double break here. And uh, and we'll get to these texts because a lot of good ones, a lot of funny ones. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Peter Walker, Dick Rouse, and Justin Kaler. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big X Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Monday morning. We appreciate you spending it with us. Fun first hour. We haven't even gotten to the text messages yet, Nick Roush. Oh, man. We're going to have to get to them because I hear there's some doozies on there. Yeah, there's just a lot of weekend, a lot to get to, a lot to talk about. So uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. But still plenty more from this weekend. Big weekend. Football's back. A lot to get excited about. If you didn't hear the first hour, go back and listen on podcast. Roush gave us a breakdown. Roush, you're probably... Are, are, I hope you're not, but I could see a scenario where maybe you're sick about talking just uh, about one weekend of UK practice and fan day. No, 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 not at all. Not, not, not even in the slightest. In fact, I just wish that I could go back to practice and watch more because it was it was a ton of fun being out there. So much fun. Well, good. And you're gonna get. Uh, are you gonna get to see any more live action, or is that maybe it? That's probably it. Sadly. Um... I'm I'm thinking that that's going to be it. Well, but hey, better than uh, nothing. Better than nothing. But I wish I wish it was maybe a little more. You know, like you do it for the you do it for the fans. Let the media relay what they're seeing to the fans, or open it up more to fans. Uh, you U of L used to be very open with their practices. I always thought that was cool. I don't know if Satterfield is more or less open, but I'm talking back in like 08, 09 right, ish. Right. But think but things have changed. Yeah, it, it would just be nice to have a little bit of a frame of reference, like, oh, this is what I saw last time. This is what I'm seeing this time. Is it better? Worse? Yeah. Th- that that would be nice. But either way, love to see a practice. Very happy you got to see a practice. So no That's complaints true. here. That's true. All right, let's get to this text line. You know the deal. You text into the show, 502-414-1450. We read it here on Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We go 7-9 Monday through Friday. A texter says, U of L fans think they will beat us by 20 in basketball due to our lack of height, LOL. I don't buy that. No, I don't either. I don't think there's a U of L fan out there that thinks they're going to beat Kentucky by 20. Now, I... Like, if, if that game was at the Yum Center, if I was a U of L fan, Kentucky coming off a terrible season, bringing in a bunch of new pieces, nice pieces, but maybe no 
bona fide superstar necessarily. I, I wouldn't be the most scared of Kentucky given other years in this rivalry. Mm-hmm. But with the game being at Rupp and the fact U of L hasn't won at Rupp since 08. Oh man, is, how many presidents that, ago was that? Was 08 the Bush or administration? 08 or 09. It was the it was the 08 09 season. So I guess it was technically 08. Yeah. So Bush still in office. No, Last wait a minute. Th- it was 0708. It was 0708. Yeah. Wow. Man. 08 09 was at Freedom Hall. 9 10 was the wall boogie elbow game. That was a good time. And oh, then 11 man. was the first game. 2010 2011 was the first game at the Yum Center. So, yeah, the 0708 season. So, again, I, I, it, there are times where if I'm a Louisville fan, I would feel worse about the UK U of L basketball game. But with it, but this year, I still think Kentucky's much more talented. But I get it. However, with the game being at Rupp Arena, uh, that that's silly. The lack of height. That's that's like who's Louisville's height besides Malik Williams? I, I think he's their tallest player, but he's made of glass. TJ, have you found any? I just I haven't heard any trash talk from any Louisville fans at all. Like the guys that I normally like go back and forth with. Like they're just not. They just aren't, they don't, I'm not hearing it, not hearing it at all. Well, definitely not with basketball, but that's also because that game's not for like it's a long way away. Four, but four even months like away. Football, football, no. And, and football's a long way away as well, but the season is fast approaching. Now, I, I don't see as many chesty U of L fans as mm-hmm. in like, Real you know, shame. bragging and talking about how great of the season's going to be. I think, I, and I think this is, I think this is fair. I think U of L fans are right in this assessment. I think a lot are just like, I'm I, I'll I, I maybe we'll start talking after this old miss game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do because that time that they knew they were gonna get beaten pretty badly by Alabama without having Lamar. Well the offense was gonna be better, remember? And they look look like doofuses. So I think I think they're I think they're being more careful to say, let's see how this first game goes and we'll make the expectations. And that's not to say that. 90% of U of L fans, 95% of U of L fans knew they weren't going to beat Alabama. But when you've got a few of them talking about how it should be a close game, it should come down to the final few possessions in the fourth quarter, that was a little ludicrous. So uh, I agree with you. I'm not seeing a ton that are overly confident, but mm-hmm. don't you think that's probably what you would be like if you were a U of L fan this year? I mean, Kentucky's had years where we've gone in like, hey, let's just make a ball. It's not the most fun offseason in the world where that's kind of your benchmark. That's true. That's true. Um, but hey, uh, I I, exp- I want them to be chesty all the time. I love the delusion over there because um, there's definitely still some of it out there. Definitely still some of it out there. We just aren't hearing as much of it. So maybe next time, maybe a little bit further down the road. Texter says White Lotus is a little overhyped. It's fine, but people are really overdoing the praise. Roush's ex boss, especially. Oh, wow. Yeah, I. I haven't heard as much praise. Maybe, maybe I've had my head in the football sand too much, or the I'm Olympics. Gonna, sand. A lot of Olympics. I'll, I'll probably Some check things. it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm already sad the Olympics is gone. I already miss it. I uh, I do. I will say so. Shout out to Apple TV Plus for dropping their new stuff on Fridays because it makes not doing anything so much more rewarding. Like. We were initially planning on doing St. Paul's picnic, but I got I didn't get home till like seven o'clock Friday night. And it was like, eh, wow, I'm just let's just let's just kick back. And not only do you have Ted Lasso, but 
man, there's there's a show on there. It's not for everybody, but it just I love it so much. Schmigadoon. It's 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 an adult musical. Like it's like a funny little it's like getting it's two adults getting trapped in a musical is the premise. And Lauren Michaels is the guy behind it. It's got Keegan Michael Key, Cecily Strong. I just love it. I love it so much. It's so silly. It reminds me of like the musicals you'd watch as a kid and the big numbers. I mean, I just I can't get enough of it. I don't think it's for everybody, but between that and watching Ted Lasso, I'm just all smile smiles for like an hour on Friday night. So that's that's the most TV dedication I've gotten in a while, and I can't get enough of it. Can't get enough of it. Never even heard of that other show, but I I, I will I'll I'll check it out if I'm reminded of it. But finally, a good episode of Ted Lasso, in my opinion. The first two kind of stinkers, if we're going to be honest. Stinkers are just not as great. I, I I feel good after watching most of them, but this one had the most juice to it, had the most plot to it. It finally kind of, it's like, all right, we're getting down to brass tacks now. We're getting to business. Yeah, I just thought they, I mean, maybe they just had to do it to set up the season, but I thought they were trying a little too hard in the first two episodes. But I really like this third one. And even if I didn't like the episodes, it's still such like fun watching, like yeah. happy-go-lucky, make you feel good sort of deal. So yeah, I was I was still fine with it. And then I tried that new show that they have, Mr. Haddock or whatever or something. Um, they only have one episode for it. Who is it? It's uh, Gordon oh. Lovett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one seemed a little. Uh, it was a little weird. But well, and, like, I, I, when your show is like depression, mental health based, I'm not exactly clamoring to be sad. You know, you're not. Isn't that kind of the gist of it? The geist of it? Well, there's only one episode. Uh, the guy doesn't seem like he's the happiest person in the world, but mm. did get to go back to a girl's house. Oh, good for him. In episode one, but it, then it didn't turn out well. Yeah, I watched that physical show with Rose Byrne, too. And I, I, I just, when it's a show is all about an eating disorder, like, I don't know. Like, I just, how much do I want to invest my time into somebody's eating disorder? Just don't care. Did you find the answer to that? Uh, yeah, one episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, why don't you take this long one here? Okay, three things. I must have missed the whole scooter getting the new headphones debacle. Uh, the day can't come soon enough. And it better be a damn good upgrade there, Mr. Dingus. Kamala Mala, oh my goodness. Kamala Lama Ding Dong is not my VP. L hypocritical telling folks to take the vaccine, which she said she wouldn't. Wouldn't be surprised. Me and the higher ups never took it away. And lastly, I'm fully vaxxed, but I won't go anywhere, whether it be sporting events, restaurants, concerts, that they make that stuff mandatory for patrons to have the boop. It's tyrannical. And whether you want to think it or not, it's just more freedoms taken away from all those who live the freest in the world. Hope y'all had a great weekend. Wow, way to stick to sports there, Texture. I love, I love the uh, mandatory for patrons to have the boop. <laughs> I'm uh, I, I'm going to an event that will have a, a, a vaccine mandate. Railbird's doing that. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't love the mandates, uh, but that's just my personal opinion. These businesses, it's their personal decisions and opinions to do it. And Texture, it'll be your personal opinion and decision and choice to not visit those places as well. And anybody and everybody can make those choices as they see fit. Uh, I'm a big fan of doing what you want. So I've got, there was something funny that I was reading during the break. Uh, they had Fancy Farm over the weekend. And I, I think most folks know Fancy Farm. It's the big political picnic out in Western Kentucky. And uh, Joe Sonka in his write-up, he mentioned that 
it was only Republicans because the governor and lieutenant governor declined for COVID reasons. Uh, only 30% of the folks in Graves County have been vaccinated. So the health department came to offer free COVID-19 vaccines. Here's the line that made me laugh. Only three people had taken them up on the offer by the early afternoon, which the department's director said was, quote, better than they expected. <laughs> I think that's probably true. I mean, that's just so I, 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 I that's 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 why what, i mean no offense what why does that surprise you you think like three people are like you know what today is the day it's you know just... we've, we've had the chance since march <laughs> but of all days today fancy form is the day i want to do it uh, i agree with those people three people is a surprise i uh, know it's just to see it written out like that like in just plain sight it's because you're right like they've they've had every opportunity to get it at this point uh, i agree i agree with uh yeah i got three people shocking i think the over under would have been a half you got one. It would have been like, what made you think today was the day, buddy? Oh. Uh, they should really interview those three people. Fancy Farm is actually like a good thing when it is operating at full speed. It's supposed to be Democrats and Republicans, although obviously it leans right with the part of the country that it's in, or the part of the state that it's in. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's supposed to be a time where you have fun with politics. Like you goof and you laugh and you make jokes and they make jokes and yeah, you realize that you may not see eye to eye with everything going on with the opposite party, but you're still Kentuckians, you're still humans, and like we can we can have a picnic together, right? We can have a we can have a fancy feast together, all the cat food in the world. But meow 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 meow. But uh, the pandemic and uh, you know Bashir was out and about in very crowded public spaces elsewhere, but but again, I think that was kind of a nod to like, hey, your county's all you you're, you you get. As if they'll like, hey, get vaccinated so the governor can come visit you. If you're trying to mm-hmm. get vaccination rates up, you, that that may not be the way to go about it. But no, <laughs> I, I got it. It's just this year, I don't feel like it really had the same juice that it normally does. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's supposed and to be. You're supposed also to be not an election year either. So that's like, true too. Know, Good point. Nobody, nobody cares um, that much. Yeah, but hey, it looks like Kelly Craft maybe going to throw her hat in the ring for governor. That's the word on the street. What do you think about that? Good for her. I'd like I. That would be a, a fun little race. Her and uh, your boy Ryan Corals and uh, Mike Harmon. It'd be fun. And who else? You know, it probably won't be it either. Yeah, the Republican primary for governor is. It's basically going to be the gubernatorial race. Most right? likely. Yeah, because yeah, Bashir, he ain't going to win again. No, no he most likely not. Um, but you, you, you never, you never really know. The only reason I say that is because he was so he narrowly defeated Bevan. Like Bevin's if he would like the least popular dude. Yeah, ever. if he would have like landslide Bevin, then maybe. But uh, with the pandemic, yeah. anybody kind of running things through a pandemic, uh, you're going to get a lot of people that are going to disagree. So yeah, we shall see. But yeah, that was this weekend. I uh, wonder if there's any good, good other good <sighs> tidbits besides the Kelly Craft stuff. Oh, I know there's some good texts in here that just want to rip me. And here's the thing, folks. I don't care. That I, I wanted to make that point at the outset that I didn't <laughs> care. And now y'all are just going to make me regurgitate this for a bunch of times, and I'm still not going to care. So just keep that in mind when you send these. Uh, Nick's take on last call for bars is a perfect example of, let's change the rule for everyone because I don't like it. Nick, you can simply stay home like 99.9% of Americans. Nick is a puppet. No, I just, I like when he asked my opinion, I didn't really care. I said, sure. Well, there was another another shooting. I mean, unshockingly, as sad as it is, but there was another shooting. This one at twelve thirty, though. So, do we move the bars Ooh. up to twelve thirty closing? No, 
No. What time can we stop gun violence? 24-7. Let's do it. All right. That's it. Nowhere's open. A texter says, where are we at here? A texter um, says, digging a hole here, 3 a.m. is okay, but 4 a.m. is not? This is so dumb. Yes, I, it was very dumb. We used to party in Louisville till 4 a.m. quite a bit. Every single time involved cocaine and other illicit drugs. Oh, wow. Wow. Somebody likes to party. Trevor time? (laughs) No, I don't think Trevor was ever really into the devil's dandruff. Burger sugar? Yeah, I think he would be better suited maybe to answer that question. But but no, I I think he just kind of stuck to the lettuce. The devil's lettuce. Mm, That's different. Left the the dandruff for, yeah, uh, yeah. Nick has only made it to last call once. What a loser, in all caps, says that texter. Yeah. It's not, I'm an old man. Get tired. I was yeah, up until I mean, 1 a.m. on Saturday. That was pretty huge for me. Well, Friday night, I went to a buddy's and watched Team USA, so that was a late night. Oh, yeah. I fell asleep at halftime. Uh, I was feeling comfortable what? with the You're league. crazy. Gosh, I <laughs> well, yeah. I got up of... at five a.m. Friday, so like you know, I was, I was, I was ready to, I was ready to call, call it. I, I was kind of disappointed. More of my friends didn't get together for the USA game because I, there's just when USA is rocking and rolling, playing basketball, which is probably, I guess, at the end of the day, my favorite sport. Yeah, it, it, it's it's awesome and it's only like once every four years with the olympics and so you don't get to see it as often but i wasn't missing that for the world i was very very happy friday night it was all around pretty great weekend justin did you uh did you have folks over for the fights on saturday night i know that's usually your thing uh no i actually went to the lake on saturday i didn't get home till close to midnight so Mm. i didn't i actually didn't watch any ufc Justin had a big weekend golf late. Gra- my my last two or three days have been absolutely phenomenal. Wow, we're just bringing you down on Monday. Oh no, coming to a screeching one. halt. <laughs> I, I I brought that up just because I noticed that the 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 hot balls guy lost. Yeah, the, what, the Derek Lewis. What? Yeah, what? he he's the heavyweight who became quite popular because after he won. His fight, he knocked. He really knocked some dude out, and then afterwards said, "My balls is hot." Well, so he took his shorts off, Goodness. and then Rogan then asked him, "Well, Lewis, why'd you take your shorts off?" And that was his response. Yeah, oh. yeah. So he got quite popular, uh, but and I guess he's not going to be a heavyweight contender though, because he just he just lost. He never was. He got lucky. <laughs> um, how about we go back to that text line, shall we? Sure, sure thing. A texter says, can we vote to kick out anybody who talks politics on the KRC page straight to hell? Oh, wow. We got some talking politics on there? We had uh, we had one post coming after you. I'm sure you probably saw that. And then we had uh, UK Pez post on there. The, the Both of them. I, I, I think that I would be all right if people want to state a political take in a respectful way on the KRC Facebook page. I also don't know why you think that'd be the forum where people would care about your political takes, but like, I, I, I don't want to instantly be like, no, you can't post that stuff. Cause sometimes we will talk politics and that show is, or that Facebook page is a way to talk about the show or things going on with the show or UK related news. So I don't want to say definitively they can't happen, but UK Pez just posted like all he wanted to do was try to prove what I said was wrong, but he was 
wrong. Like what I said was factually said. Um, so that was weird. And then the Shea thing, that was an opinion based on something Roush said on the show. Yeah. I just thought I just thought if anything, Shea was like a little mean. You know, there's like probably a nicer way to come across saying the things that you said. But I'm all right. Like if we bring something up on the show and people have questions with it or issues with it, especially issues with it, sure, go to town on the Facebook page. So that's why I didn't really have an issue with either one of them. Uh, the one ended up getting deleted because some of the comments – but just be adults, and I think any we can talk about anything. Yeah, I didn't really get Shay's thing, but whatever. Come after me. I didn't. I still don't care about last call debates. Uh, I did not ha- get around. I did not watch John's video, his review. Do we Jeez, have a definitive John, answer? He travels an hour and a half, and Nick Roush can't even watch an eighteen-minute I mean, video, twenty-minute video about I, it. I had a busy busy weekend this weekend. I had the Reds. I had okay, uh, Justin. Okay, Scooter Dingus. I, really, seriously, no time, no time at all for things this weekend. It was one of those weekends that felt really long because I did so much, and I, I hadn't watched the video review yet. This is a shout out to that texter that Texas is texted this in last week, saying to watch YouTube on your TV. But I guess uh. An hour and 20-minute car ride to Cincinnati. You know you can watch YouTube on phones, TVs, anything besides a computer. Anything other computer, other besides computers work for YouTube. So you should have watched on your vi- on your ride to Cincinnati. Yeah, I fell asleep on the way home after driving. Yeah, no. I just fell asleep on the way home. Instead. It sounds like you're making a lot of excuses for not watching the video. It was great. It was well done. It was fun. And uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, okay. but... Is mustard on a biscuit a thing? It's weird as hell. Yes. That's, that's disgusting. <laughs> I like mustard on most things. I can't imagine it on a biscuit. That sounds disgusting. No, I, I mean, I, I was going to say I can imagine putting a lot of things on a biscuit. Mustard Not would literally mustard. be at the like the, the bottom of it. <laughs> it really would. Like you put sweet things on biscuits, not sour. Uh, like. John just goes to town on some mustard on a biscuit in the video. Oh, my God. If you put sausage on the biscuit as well, the mustard on there is awesome. But I'm not eating a biscuit with just mustard. And right, John, right. And, yeah. yeah. And, and John and his family, yeah. Okay. they, I'll let the, you know, it's their opinion. It's their food review. And I think they do a, a phenomenal job. I think it kind of just showcases it all. They take an atmosphere, ambiance, the, the service, how how they're treated, all that stuff. But they also show you the food, clearly. That that would be a bad food review if they didn't show pictures of the food. Night and day, just one looks so delicious and, like, ready to rock and roll, and then the other is Cracker Barrel. It just, just from appearance, appearance alone, it's night and day. But I'll let them go watch the video. It's on the Facebook page. And leave John a review. Subscribe to his YouTube page. Uh, his, his food reviews are fun. You know where they try to get you at Cracker Barrel, too? They try to make it look fancy by giving you 17 different plates. Like, I, no, just put it all in one plate, damn it. I don't need seven different dishes for one meal. Unnecessary. No, and they, you know, they probably do have a better indoor dining setup than wa- Waffle House. The Waffle House is like the authentic, you know, 50s diner sort of deal. Like, it's they're not, they're not trying to wow you with the decor. They are not you're, trying to wow you with the decor. That is for sure. You're you're going there to eat something greasy. They've got tile floors because people are going to spill stuff. They're being practical. They're being smart and eat up and get the hell out of there. That's what it's all about. 
We may have to put the Waffle House Cracker Barrel thing to bed after this show, which uh, I guess we'll go ahead and do that. Nate Texter says, about to consume this Nelly and Blanco Brown concert. They sent a picture in. It looked uh, looked fun. I hope you had a great time. I saw a lot of videos of people down there. And, Roush, it looked like it was 2004. Yeah, I heard... uh... I heard that it was about what you would expect where Nelly just showed up late. So I heard that part about it, but I didn't hear oh, much else. Nelly showed up late. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was supposed to play from eight to 10 and got there at like nine 30 or something like what? that. What? Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, way. This is what I expected. Yeah. Uh, I got to hear more Texter who texted in the picture. Or if you were at the Nelly concert, please tell us more. We got to, we got to know more. Need to. Need it in our veins. Okay. One thing we have not touched on, Jalen Duran. This next text is about him, but I think this is probably a good place to take a break. Yep. So let's do that. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Jalen Duran does not pick Kentucky. What does it mean for UK? John Calipari gave us a little heads up earlier in the afternoon on Friday. We'll come back. We'll talk about all of it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. You don't like Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies just aren't that good. You don't like gravy. That We'll throw that in the sauce liquid category. And you eat like a five-year-old with multiple allergies. <laughs> Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. You've heard us talk about him before. Bobby Cook off Exit 4 in southern Indiana. Go check him out. Air-conditioned golf simulators, play any course in the world. Hit the virtual driving range. It's a good way to get your swings in and not be miserable in hot, sticky, 90-degree, humid weather. Bobby Cook, exit four. You can get lessons as well. You all know the deal. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more. Just about 15, 20 minutes from downtown Louisville. All right. Broush, anything you want to get off anything you want to get off your chest? Uh yes. I also went to a concert this weekend. It was not down on the waterfront. It was at the Airquay Amphitheater. And I've never been more disappointed in my favorite band. After their encore. So like they they did the encore, they, they the song goes straight into jump around, so everybody's mobbing to the house of pain. The crowd is lit, like oh hell yeah! What are they going to play in out of this? Like they've got to play something else. And after like two minutes of jump around, they just turn the lights on and turn down the music. Show's over. See you later. Whoa! Like what? You can't just you can't just get the crowd this lit and then. Not even say goodbye or like, thank you, Louisville. Or like, it was, it was utterly, it was the worst ending to a show I can recall. Did people boo? They didn't boo. They were very disappointed, but it was fun just to be back out at a concert where just hearing a band rock out, just jam out. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Until yeah, that, end, of course. Gosh, that <laughs> is. So I think like we, were, I, the, I the think entire really crowd mad. was bouncing, just like, jump. Because I mean, you can't not jump around, you know. And to go for, oh man, we were, we we were. It was they teased us. They teased us real good. 
Wow. That's the, and you know, that's, I think that's saying a lot coming from you. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm normally the, like my bar is very low. You're easy to please. Yeah. Especially in your home court theater. Oh yeah. You're, you know, again, the first show and who knows how long a band that you like. Yeah. And now granted they, they, you know, the new stuff I've definitely dialed back some, but they played a lot of the hits though. The stuff that I really like, they were rocking hard and they even gave us like the covers weren't great, but I was like, man, they're going to do something cool. They're going to have jump around into one more cool song. And it just never came. Just never Mm. happened. That's heartbreaking. I went to the racing Louisville game yesterday. They got a three, one win. Nice. nice. They've, uh, been a you know expansion team it's been a it's been a tough season but finally we're able to get some goals very hot three o'clock in the afternoon not sure yeah. why you do a game then yeah yeah we were, we were was... in the shade it wasn't too bad in the shade but okay. poor yeah. eric crawford he was just out in the heat the whole the whole time now in louisville city played saturday night as well so we had a little two for at lynn family stadium i think they got the win they Saturday did. Night? yeah and uh louisville city's like rocking and rolling obviously they're always good mm-hmm. but they're i think they're I think they're having one of their best seasons ever. Donnie Buckets was there too for all the Louisville fans out there. Donovan Mitchell made an appearance, so uh, yeah, I know folks are really fired up about that. Couldn't be bothered to represent his country in the Olympics, of course, but no, uh, no. Glad, glad he could go watch a Louisville City soccer match. Texer says that uh, not gonna well, lie, guys. Oh yeah, we, we were gonna talk Jalen Duran. It's but seven p.m. Friday, and I'm sad. I'm sad because I really wanted to have Duran here at UK. I'm sad that he's not going to be a part of our championship season, and I'm sad because I thought he'd at least pick the second best option and possibly get a chance to lose to the Cats in March. And his new coach can't even get him there. Oh well, guess we'll do without him. Suck it, JD. You have no idea how much you just screwed up. See, I wouldn't say suck it to Jalen Duran. I would just say suck it to Memphis. Uh, Jalen Duran, he's fine to suck it. He's going to oh, be yeah. very, very well paid, and uh, that I, I don't, I don't get it. Like I used, and we'll see, because you, you're bringing in a new staff. This was a guy that was 2022. I think a lot of people thought that there was a high likelihood that he was going to reclassify. But even those talks sped up in like the beginning of the summer. You're bringing in a new staff if you're UK. Some of those relationships don't carry and. I, I still – I'm not excusing losing a recruit to Memphis. That's just bizarre to me. But back when, like, LSU and Memphis and Oregon, you know, they'd be on these players' final lists, and we'd be like, what the hell is going on here? Well, we knew, what we, we, yeah, right. we knew what was going on. Well, now Kentucky can offer all those same things that these other schools are offering. One way mm-hmm. or another, they can offer those things these same schools are offering. And you're still choosing – and I'm sorry, you just would make more at Kentucky than you would at Memphis. So you're choosing less money to play for a less proven coach in a worse college experience. Like, it's just like bad choice, yeah, bad yeah. choice, bad choice. But it's his choice. And he, it, it, at the end of the day, I guess relationships won out. And he had a better relationship with Memphis's staff. That's why we brought back Antigua. We brought in Chin to win out in relationships because that, that was something that was missing. Again, they were a little late to the party, so I'm going to judge this new staff more so in 2022 in future classes than them coming in and, and making up ground late on a few people. I still – I said it back when the Kofi thing happened. That was going to be a much bigger deal to me than Jalen Duran, and I stand by that. It's still just bizarre. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Memphis must have had the better nil pitch. And, but that didn't make – and supposedly they did. 
But like, yeah. how? Like, how? How is that happening? Yeah, well, I'm not mentioned- buying it. You mentioned, new, you mentioned new coaches for Kentucky. Perhaps they just haven't gotten it all together yet and figured out the best way to go after these kids in terms of the nil, whereas Memphis's staff has been together a little yeah. longer. No, not buying it. Well, they brought in Larry Brown, too. I mean, they, they, they've brought in. I mean, in Larry new, Brown is much years. better at paying players than Kentucky's coaching That's, staff there's, is. There's the angle. But, That's like, the angle. but you can still just, like, <clears throat> just – Kentucky can get more money. Like, I don't think it was a money thing. I think it was he fell for Penny. Like, no, it was a really, I mean, it, it wasn't a money thing because he would have gotten more money at Kentucky. And Justin, you're right, but that's not an assistant coach thing. Like, that, that you know, it's not like Orlando and Chin's job to put together the PowerPoints of why Kentucky is better for, for nil. Like, the talking points were simple for Kentucky from a no. money standpoint. It, it's people in the athletic department, if anything, like, how is Memphis putting together a more, a, a better presentation than UK athletics can put together? Because UK should have more to offer. Like, 100% they should have more to offer. So why was he so blown away with the Memphis pitch and not the Kentucky pitch? That's on people. That, that's on UK. That's on everybody UK. I just Justin, go on. It is fun to make fun of uh it it is fun to make fun of Memphis though. Like it's I'm glad that we're still going to have them to, you know, like to hate. Like because it's fun too. It really is. In terms of putting together the nil packages, you don't think the assistants have anything to do with that, TJ? I mean, just like input here, input there. Because really, at the end of the day, there's not a whole lot of coaches, period, that are familiar with it, that know exactly what to do. There's not a rule book on what you should do to prepare a nil presentation. So, I don't know. I think sure. I think it takes a lot of hands to put it together something special, and apparently Kentucky didn't. No, Justin, well, it, it only takes, like, a couple boosters it, it takes three people i mean well i i think <laughs> i think you all are kind of slightly talking about different things justin it'd be like kentucky is selling this like beautiful mansion 1.5 million dollars it's uh it's real nice clark it's got all the fixings it's it's a it's a good it's a good spot but instead jalen duran decided to buy a nine hundred thousand dollar house and it, it like it it should just be pretty obvious like that the million five house is just better than this nine hundred thousand dollar one. Anybody looking at it could 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 see that. The difference is the realtors for this nine hundred thousand dollar house they they sold them, but like one way or another they got them. They 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 sold them, and that is that that is on somewhat on UK staff. That is on Orlando, and that is on Chin. While they're not like putting together the PowerPoint for it. They are the ones that need to hammer home th- these points that like you, I get it. You may have a better relationship with Penny, but you will be making a, a poor financial decision by doing this. Here's why X, Y, and Z you're getting a great deal here, Kentucky better. So yes, it is on them to reiterate those points and really drive them home. But that goes back to also, they, I don't think they were recruiting him at Illinois as far as I can remember. So they were probably a little behind the eight ball in the relationship standpoint where, um, but then again, Calipari wasn't. So that that goes on Calipari a little bit too. They lost a guy to Memphis. It's not a good thing. I'm just not. I'm not going to panic over Jalen Duran going to Memphis. Yeah, there was a surprise indoor pool in the nine hundred thousand dollar house, and that's where Larry Brown came in to show him that air quotes indoor pool. I do like the uh, what you said though, TJ. Like just the how you compared the two because 
you know, uh, you, we just got outsold. Be, yeah, I don't know yeah. how it doesn't make any sense to me. It should not happen with Memphis versus Kentucky, but it, it did in this regard. We know why it did with James Wiseman. That one was almost like a little bit more simpler to understand. It was mm-hmm. simpler to understand because, uh, you know, he coached him in high school, AAU and paid him, which was illegal at the time. And with Jalen Duran, Kentucky could pay. They, they they could go dollar for dollar and probably more so in my opinion, but the presentation was better at Memphis for whatever reason. And his specific relationship with Penny won out because supposedly the mom liked Calipari. So whatever, have fun being on a bad team. Yep. Have fun, Jalen. Uh, one other piece of news before we get to the text line to wrap up this show that happened this weekend, Bobby Bowden, RIP passed away at 91. I believe he had the, has, has the all time winningest record of any college football coach. Uh, obviously at Florida State for many, many years. And uh, his son's coming to the Krogue this fall. So uh, one of those coaches that leaves a, a lasting legacy. I don't have any Bobby Bowden memories other than being surprised that they actually suspended. That that was the joke whenever they suspended all those guys for the Music City Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, ba- Bowden's lost his fastball if he's actually suspending guys for getting in trouble. Yes, I, uh, that, that was, I was going to say that was like a memory that popped out to me as well. Uh, free shoe university, but mm-hmm. that dude, what he had top five finishes from 87 as Abe's getting fired up 87 to 2000. Yeah. Pretty crazy. I mean, that's just consistency throughout the board. I, I'll, I'll, my favorite Bobby Bowden photo though, is him and Howard Schnellenberger in boxing gloves, like promoting the Miami Florida state game. Like Schnellenberger's got a, uh, the pipe in his mouth. It's just all time. Great visual. Now, promos and posters used to be so much cooler back in the day. We've really lost our way there. Mm-hmm. Like, there was some really old, uh, like, Joe B and Denny posters and, like, Converse, I think, had one. Oh, cool. yeah. And, like, They're doing wrestling. the arm wrestling. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Like, that's good, clean. That's good, clean fun. Uh, <laughs> Texter says, boys at the open practice, and Levis is spinning in warm-ups. I'm talking absolute gun load. <laughs> that's what the text uh, says folks yeah another text says Cummings is looking dynamic at tight end man there was also one pass too he would have had the catch of the day or he had one hand on it going down the seam he had to jump for it and when he went to bring it in he couldn't hold on to it I was just like oh man that was gonna be nasty ah that's uh I was shocked like how many rave reviews he was getting I don't know if he just stood out more because people had eyeballs on him or whatnot but like he, he people were saying nice things about what they saw, and that's that's journalists and fans alike. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Love to see it. Oh, uh, texture's coming back. I mean, Roush, screw those local politicians for preventing me from gambling. Let me do what I want. Also, Roush, oh, you want to stay out till 4 a.m. even though it wouldn't bother me? Nope, you should not be allowed to because I don't believe you should. I don't think Roush really cares one way or another. I think he was just giving his opinion. But I also do agree with that, like, if it doesn't impact your Roush, why, why you want to, why you want to take it away from the people that like it? It's really late. Don't really care, <laughs> but it's really late. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah, but if it doesn't impact you, it doesn't at all. I don't care. Like, I, I, frankly, this was something brought up five minutes before we had to go to a break, and I'm just shocked that it's still being brought up. Yeah, I, I think if like Roush was mayor of his own town, founds a new city, he's saying bars are going to close a little earlier because that's just how we're yeah. going to run things. Right. I just think that like since we already have it like you know set up how it is, 
let's just keep it that way because you know that's not gonna yeah, i don't know it's gonna fix our late night shenanigans yeah right, right, uh, right that the waffle house and cracker barrel we we can gladly retire Roush is such a whiner about Peyton being on ESPN2. You should have went to Holy Cross. You'd fit in great with Mookie and all those other dinguses. Well, I didn't think it was on ESPN2. It's because when Peyton pimped it, he said it was on ESPN+. Plus. But the fact that it's on the deuce, I'll definitely turn it on. Yeah. Just getting out the phone can sometimes just be, like, I got to do that enough. I mean, just Peyton Manning in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, I saw Charles, somebody edit his Charles bus Woodson to make too. his forehead bigger, and that was hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. I uh, saw a picture of him super sweaty at the Hall of Fame ceremony, which was weird. There, um, did you hear the hot mic too? The guy saying, "Let's go smoke some joints in the parking lot afterwards." That was funny. no, I did not. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't tell who because there was masks on, but it was very funny. Uh, here's a fun tweet: Calvin Johnson's freshman season at Georgia Tech was 2004, the same season that Tom Brady won his third Super Bowl. Then Calvin Johnson finished his college career, was drafted, played his whole NFL career, retired, and is now in the Hall of Fame, and Brady is still playing. Jeez, that's <laughs> wild. It's crazy. Gosh. It's oh, crazy. Brady's a freak. <laughs> it's it's un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. Texter says, John is truly weird in a good way. Uh, I sat down at Waffle House and all my problems disappeared. You better That's the way it usually works. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, I'm going to smoke with my cook. Suck it. Who's your dingus? Yeah, you're not getting that a Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Anyone I don't know def- what that's in reference to. The, no. Like uh, yeah, smoke with this, their this, person, this person just sat down. They're, they're texting us their live stream from Waffle House. I'm with you. So they, I guess the dinner went well or the, the breakfast or whatever meal it was went well. And uh, they were gonna he was going to go out back and smoke with the cooks. Anyone defaming Waffle House should be seriously injured. Hey, Texter, that's already happened, okay? <laughs> Take it easy on scoots. <laughs> Did DeColo of France play at Duke or just learn to flop watching Grayson Allen? Man, Going he, back to Friday night's game. That, that He has the name of a Dukey, too. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they just got to commit. You know, Duke just did get a commitment from a guy named Flopikowski. Like, they, they do play into their, <laughs> they play into their brand big time. Texter says, TJ, did you win any straight cheddar after winning that cornhole tournament? Yeah, we, we did. I, I don't remember. Again, it may have been 300. I, it's three, 300, 400, whatever it was. It was nice. Nice little payday. We didn't do it for the money, though. I gladly just did it to be able to win something. If you didn't do it for the money, you should have gave it back, you jerk. I would have gladly given it back. I didn't really care, but I would gladly keep it, too. Didn't matter. Didn't matter to me one bit. And uh, instead, it will go to the baby fund. Yeah, Justin, I've got, Justin, I've got a wife and kid to feed. All right, <laughs> I go to I go to church picnic to church picnic, just trying to scrape by cornhole winnings. Well, when you <laughs> when you put it that way, I feel bad for you, and you got to do what you got to do. Are you, are there any cornhole tourneys up peaking way? I'll keep an ear out. Uh, thank you. Texter uh, says, if you could participate in one Olympic sport, what would it be? Ping pong, obviously. Obviously. Um, somebody, I mean, this sounds like a Plumlee bro kind of text. TJ, how pumped were you when you won, and how big was this tournament? Break down the entire tournament if you don't mind, because I want to hear the scoop. Well, first hour on podcast. There's plenty of that in there. Yeah, it's a huge. it was a huge tournament. Very efficient, but a lot of fun. I'd say that there was, like, I, I've gone up to some bars around me, uh, Joe's and our place. I'll just I'll name them where they have leagues. Roush. 
Mm-hmm. I think the the majority of teams in those leagues would have done really, really well. Like yeah. a lot of this was just like couples having fun, but there were there were a few really good teams, and we were kind of again. You get down nineteen to nine. You don't have to win by two. Uh, we just caught fire and like literally in three turns beat them. That's just how it went. Mm. Not messing around. You know who else wasn't messing around is Jensen Castle. She won the U.S. Amateur, U.S. Women's Amateur. The U.K. Golfer was the number sixty-three seed, and she freaking won it. That was awesome. Hell yeah, man! Pretty U.K. Athletics really kind of shown out. They finished with the fourth most golds from athletes at, in Tokyo and medals. I think they were eighth overall. So all in all, just an awesome Olympics for UK athletics. Again, you can say whatever you want about Mitch Barnhart. I do very often, but UK athletics on a international stage is being recognized. And that hasn't always been the case in our lifetimes, Roush. Right, right, right. And uh, you love to see it. It just makes it all the more exciting to see your your cats doing well in the international stage. Mitch Barnhart makes UK athletics better. Also, Goober. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I kicked the calendar back a week uh, for you to have your Mitch Barnhart alcohol take. So, still. Well, we're, well, we're still waiting for him to talk, though. I guess like, I'm just... trying to give him the benefit of the doubt of, like, hey, talk, buddy. I guess he's just not. But he won't talk. No. Nope. Is, he, is there nothing scheduled? Nope. Not as I'm, far as I'm concerned. We might be going back to Zooms, too, which I'm not... Uh, it's not finalized, but we might be going back to Zoom interviews, which I just hope does not happen. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Great googly moogly. Nick, do you enjoy going to baseball games, or is the sport too slow for your liking? Uh, it was just fine. Like, it was really hot, so I didn't enjoy that part of it, being in a, you know, score. But, like, it was one of those games that went by pretty quickly, uh, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more runs, but we at least Terry, there was some quick strikeouts. Uh, I think Cincinnati ended up having like eleven or something like that. Uh, but yeah, they, they, it it went moving fast, so it's fine. I just don't, I don't, you know, I, I was there yeah. to enjoy some peanuts and and drink some beers and just kind of hang out. I, I, I like that I said that like, yeah, you'll be fine if you're in the shade, and then I see your first like Snapchat or Instagram. Oh. So you were just look like in the middle. Oh of it. yeah, just there's no the, shade anywhere, no that anywhere. except where Big Money Mook was. I was actually having a conversation with my father-in-law, like, "Hey, you can't see in there. You think there's sweets over there?" And of course, M- Big Money Mook is sitting in the sweets in the air conditioning. That's why I didn't bring Duke. I was like, "Dude, he's just going to sweat. He's gonna be miserable. He's gonna be crying. We can't take him." Mook just gets the the lavish life in the sweets. Of course, he gets to bring his kid. You you bastard. I wanted to take my kid out to the ball game, but nope. Had to sweat it out in the thou- It also said it was only 89 degrees. Bull. It was every bit of 95. It was miserably hot. Mm. Gosh. Sounds like you had a good time, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Kentucky football program might as well just bring Ray Lewis on staff after his son's performance on Saturday. Ah, uh, Ray Lewis. What a character. The health system I work for just mandated vaccines to all the employees. Guess who's one of the lucky pharmacists of these clinics vaccinating the employees? These people are ticked. I don't mean to get political, but the conspiracy theories I've heard so far making the flat earthers look normal. Well, if, you know, if there's one thing we love, it's all the political texts. I, I don't mind, um, but share some of it with us. Let us know the deets. Let's hear about these conspiracies. Texter says, wow, 
the UK women are on quite a tear. National champs in volleyball, several Olympic gold and silver medals, and now a U.S. Amateur Golf Championship. Roush, just as you'd mentioned it. Wonder if we lost Roush. Justin, are you there? Did we lose me? I am here, Terry. I don't know what happened to Roush. Okay. You're you're well, still on. We're good. But the big question is, why did it take you 20 seconds to respond? Because my phone was locked and my freaking, I couldn't get my pest code to work. <laughs> okay. Uh, poor timing, I suppose. All right. Let's, uh, Texter says, Terry, the talking point, if we fail, isn't going to be Levis not making the throws. The guy spins the football like any quarterback we've had since at least Woodson. Okay. We got to pump the brakes on that. Just have to. Breaks need to be pumped. A texter says, wide receiver I think is going to be our major concern. If we get people to step up there, then oh, Lord, Terry. Well, you got Josh Ali and Wandell. You know you've got two sure things. That's that, that's that's more – that's what you, you got to have. You can't have less than that, obviously. You can't just have one guy that you feel comfortable with. But for Kentucky's sake, sometimes we have zero guys that we feel comfortable with. So I will take this. And I would, the law of averages says you have to have a third step up at some point. Roush mentioned a few that came to mind, uh, and we saw some nice plays from several different guys in, in the practice. Well, not me personally, I wasn't there, but everybody that was. I'm not worried about wide receiver. I'm just not. I, my only concern on offense is strictly and 100% quarterback. That's it. That's it. Offensive line, great. Running backs, great. I think the scheme's going to work. It's just it may take more time to kind of get it figured out. And then uh, wide receivers, I, again, between having two really reliable guys, that's fine by me. Somebody else will step up. Tight end, depth, you maybe get a little more concerned about now after the injury, but I think for the most part you're okay there too. A texter says, TJ, can you address the rumors that you opted out of the QB competition for your flag football team? Uh, no such thing. The First off, is no QB competition uh, if I am playing. And secondly – I didn't opt out. Uh, that group, uh, just let me know when the game is. Texter says, hair appointment. Terry must be feeling himself out here getting $40 haircuts. Uh, it's not that much. After tip, probably about close to that. But what? My, yeah, I mean, it, like, after tip, even if I just go up to, like, my local pop-in barber shop, it's still $22, so... Yeah, That's I'd outrageous. rather I'd rather get a little bit more attention. How much are your haircuts? I pay twenty after tip. Okay, so what's twenty two? How's twenty two outrageous? No, you said after tip, you're paying close to forty after my tip. No, I'm no, no, 20. no. And I said if I just go to my normal little place, yeah, so an extra twenty bucks for uh, for somebody that's going to kind of take more time on it. As long as it looks it really, good. Not that it really matters in my instance, but it doesn't hurt to to try. They kind of massage it too. Feels good. And they clean up the beard, which you don't get at your normal barbershop, at least not mine. So yeah, suck it, everybody. Texter says, John here. Good morning to all. US had a great Olympics. I'm so happy about that. They should all go to Waffle House when they get home. Hey, I'm getting more excited about the upcoming football season for the Cats and we'll be there for the opening game. I was wondering on the roster, is there a player flying under the radar that may just shock us all and have a great season? Well, got to go talk to you later. Well, we'll see what Isaiah Cummings can do switching over to tight end. 
They spoke highly about the move. They thought that Stoops thought it was going to be a good fit for his long-term NFL future and already kind of out there making some plays. So we will uh, we'll see how that goes. All right, so I uh, I guess I guess Roush just decided to, to hang her on up. Texter says, Terry, my buddies are the one of the teams that lost to you. Two lefties, one guy that looks like he was the lead singer on Smash Mouth and another normal guy. But they say the boards and the bags were crap. Was it set up more for the not as good players to win? Um, I remember those guys. Everybody, <laughs> everybody there was so friendly and nice. And it was a really great time. The boards, but everybody's playing on the same boards. The boards were slick, and the ones we actually played them on were, I think, some of the better boards that they had there. But they, but some of them were incredibly slick, where you just had to get it on the front of the board, and it it was either going to slide in or you were going to probably slide off the back. So they, but you got used to them or you didn't get used to them. It made for kind of some high scoring and, but the boards we played on against them, those were, those were fine. Texter says, think about that for a second. We have had three presidents and two economic collapses since Louisville had won a game in Rupp. Sheesh. Wow. It has really really been a long time. Hasn't it? A texter says politics is my favorite texter. Uh, Keith sent in a picture. Keith here. We were at the concert and it was a lot of fun. It didn't bother me. It's starting as late. It still ended around 11. I got stopped multiple times for people to take a selfie with me because of my outfit. I know what it must be like to be Roush. It looks like he's just wearing a colorful shirt. With flamingos and bananas. It is a cool shirt. I, I don't think I'd stop you to take a picture with you, Keith. No offense, but it's a nice shirt. I do like it a lot. A texter says, hey, guys, the mustard on biscuits is a reference to the movie Billy Bob Thornton did called Sling Blade. Not only did he like mustard on his French fries, but he preferred mustard over gravy for biscuits as well. Well, John just I don't know if that was John who sent that in, but John actually put mustard on a biscuit and ate it. And it was really gross. So I don't know if that's a thing or not a thing, but it is what it is. Should have put together the Sling Blade thing. John here, hey, sorry for the third text, but this is heavy on my mind. Can we pray for the end of the violence in the world with all the shootings? Pray this in Jesus' name, not trying to get religious, just saying. Uh, yeah, we, we, we always are pro-peace on earth, John. We've said that from day one at Kentucky Roll Call. All right, we're out of time. Not sure what happened with Roush there. Hope everybody has a good day. Thanks for the text into the show. It's going to be a fun week. We'll, we'll get football updates tomorrow. A uh, lot to lot to look forward to. Football is close by. All right, have a good day. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Gale. Roll Call.